You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast, the show for movie fans. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer. And on today's episode of the Movie Cheer Pod, I'll be doing an August 2022 movie roundup, uh, looking at all of the uh, movie releases in the month of this August 2022. And it'll be, uh, can be, it could be cinema releases, streaming, home release physical media releases, anything can go in the pot of August releases. And I've got four movies I'm going to discuss today in today's headline topic uh, for today's show. Uh, But before I get to today's headline topic today, uh, I'm going to start off with a segment called Not-So-Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping. This is the part of the show where I discuss what's going on with the channel, uh, what's going on within the community, within the Movie Cheer Town community, and it's just a general easing and chit-chat for the rest of the show. So, uh, not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. What is going on in Movie Cheer Town, ladies and gents? Well, first of all, I will say, uh, latest video this past week, uh, the latest video on the channel was a new style video. We even had a new camera angle as well, if you watch the uh, the YouTube video, where uh, it quick topics. This is a, a new type of video, and uh, basically, I just wanted to just kind of do something. I was kind of like thinking of different different styles of videos, and I, I'll be honest, this was inspired by a, a channel I watch called Wrestle Juice, and um, he, this guy, um, um, Steve, um, Steve on the on the Wrestle Juice channel, he just goes through different topics, and I was thought, you know, I'm I'm inspired by it. I like that type of video. I thought. I'm gonna kind of do my own little spin on it, my on on movie topics, TV, and um, and physical media, where he just runs through a whole host of different topics on the show. So kind of inspired by that, and I will say that you know, kudos to that channel, nod to that channel. Uh, his channel is awesome, and um, so that is just me running through a few different topics on the channel, and. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the, the uh, it seems like a few community members enjoyed that video, a lot of interaction, and I'm going to be doing more of them over the coming months as well. Put them in every s- s- few weeks. They're fun to do because it's just like, you know, just a few different topics for each video and I can just dive into it and it's uh, I like doing them sort of videos. So that's the latest video this past week. And as I said on that video as well, I know uh, Mark in the community has al- already uh, thrown towards me a- 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 an awesome question for a future Quick Topics video. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like to see discussed on a future Quick Topics video, uh, throw it in the comments on that video and uh, we'll be doing more of them. Um, but I, I, I want to have more involvement from the Movie Cheer Town community in them type of videos. So it would be awesome to hear more uh, just movie questions, topics you'd like to hear discussed on the channel. Uh, be awesome to see. Anyway, what else has been going on in Movie Cheer Town? Well, I'll say... The uh, the video last week, the podcast last week, the Event Horizon, is it a 90s sci-fi classic? I, it's bad to sound like a lot of people did like that movie and enjoy, and I, I think a lot of people, from what I gather from the comments, think it is a, a 90s sci-fi classic. I said it was kind of like, I think it's a good movie. I think it was on par with like a Dark City. 
I did enjoy the movie. I, I wasn't, I can't remember where I, where I give a solid, yes, this is a 90s sci-fi classic now, but I, it is a really good movie. And um, I will say the the videos, uh, the podcast over the past couple of weeks, going from really the Dr. No video and the Event Horizon, I've, had, I've done really good numbers on YouTube, uh, just kind of like a behind the scenes stuff. And uh, it seems like them videos were focusing on one sole movie it, is people enjoy it a lot more than me just doing just like few a few different movies in one show so i think i am going to kind of do that a lot more now just focus on one movie on the majority of shows and then at the end of the month i'll do like the roundup shows like this but i, I enjoy kind of watching one movie sometimes as well and just doing a full deep dive into the headlines but that video that that has already done better than the one the dot no video that came out two weeks prior to it and it's a uh, it, like I said, it was just a fun video to do. It was just like picking that movie. I think I watched it on the morning or the night before. And uh, just, it was it was fun just then to go and then do a discussion about it. So if you've not checked out last week's podcast episode on Event Horizon, check it out. Let me know your thoughts on that movie as well. But big thank you to everyone who's got involved in that video so far. Check it out on the podcast app or if you watched it on YouTube. Really do appreciate you watching. It helps the community to grow, the channel to grow. Um latest blog post on moviecheerpodcast.com we have a it's got it's, it's like its own separate life the blog it's a uh, updated weekly every wednesday there is a new blog post on the website and it's all you know uh, movie reviews movie discussions movie topical discussions on movies tv and this past week uh, i did a write-up on power rangers the power rangers movie universe and how i'd like to see it moving forward a uh, big fan of the original og power rangers show i am and it was just it was fun i, I really like that reboot movie a few years ago as well 2017 it was i was doing that write-up of that and i was looking into the date of that i couldn't believe that's like five years old now that's that is that is crazy. I mean, this this year, we're in August right now. It's nearly September. This year is flying by. I am... Um, I'm dreading it. <laughs> the Christ You're going to be going in the shop soon. The Christmas songs are going to be playing. Oh, dear. Oh, dearie, dearie me. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, this year's flying. But that is... A f that was a fun write-up to do on the Power Rangers uh, write-up. Check out on the latest blog post. I will link it in below or check out moviecheerpodcast.com, ladies and gents. Uh, final bit of not-so-worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. I just want to ask, uh, I noticed this morning on Instagram uh, that Sean, friend of the show, my buddy Sean, Media Collector Madness, uh, a lot of people will know him within on YouTube as Media Collector Madness, but uh, Sean has been on the channel on uh, a few times and he, uh, you know, grown a nice friendship over the past year or so with Sean through YouTube and through discussing movies and wrestling. And I, I noticed on Sean's Instagram today that he posted a picture of him in hospital. And um, I just want to say I uh, wish Sean well and hope he's doing better soon. And obviously, um, big thumbs up to him from all of the Movie Cheer Town community. I hope you're doing well, buddy. Take care. Take it easy, matey. Um, but that is it for this week's housekeeping. Let's move on to today's headline topic. So today's headline topic, August 2022 movie roundup. As I said at the start of the show, this can now be, it can be movies released at the cinema, streaming releases, uh, physical media, home video, video on demand releases. It's all, you know, as long as it's released in August, I'm going to discuss it today. And I picked out four movies, as I said, 
four really cool movies. I will say I won't go heavy into spoilers on these movies, but I will give a general uh, roundup of these movies without spoiling it for people who haven't seen them. And so the first movie I am going to start off with today on the August roundup is a movie called Lightyear. That's right, Lightyear. Uh, Disney Plus release, and it's it's this has been previously at the cinemas earlier on this year, and it was released on August 3rd to Disney Plus for streaming. Uh, as you know, Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, the character, uh, famous from the Toy Story movies, which I absolutely love, a big fan of the, of the Toy Story movies. Um, now, this is a spin-off. Now, I wasn't really... I'd heard reviews and stuff on this movie a few months ago, and I couldn't really... I, I, I didn't really understand what this movie was meant to be. I, I, my, I, I thought this movie was a movie about the astronaut Buzz Lightyear. And the toys were based on the actual man. There was an actual astronaut, Buzz Lightyear, and this was his story of going into space. I thought it was about an actual astronaut and the toys and from Toy Story were based on that. I was incorrect. So it says at the start of the movie, uh, in 1995, uh, there was a movie... Um, a kid called Andy, obviously from Toy Story, the child from uh, Andy from Toy Story, went to see a movie and about an astronaut called Buzz Lightyear. And this, uh, and obviously the toys were based upon uh, this character. And this, it says this is the movie that Andy went to see. So basically what it's saying, Buzz Lightyear is fictional from what we gather. And the movie we are watching Lightyear is the movie the child Andy watched in 1995. And this is the movie uh, that the toy line is based on, um, the toys in Toy Story, which is kind of bizarre, but I'm, I'm down with it. I, I didn't mind that. So kind of just give me a bit of clarification. And if you've not seen it, a bit of clarification without spoiling it. Uh, but basically, this movie is a space movie. You've got Chris Evans taking over the, the voice acting of Lightyear in this and... Buzz is a space ranger, space uh, star command, and basically they're going on like this new uh, trip into space. They find a new planet, but things go wrong. They get stuck there, and he has got to um, kind of, uh, you know, discover light speed travel to try and uh, try and get all of these people, this civilization, because there's a big civilization of people on this planet with them, with these with these um, space rangers, space command, and they're trying to find a new planet to set up a civilization. And he's got to break light speed to try and get off this planet. But basically, uh, there's a time travel element in this. So Buzz keeps on doing this like light speed travel, and he ends up like going four years ahead every time. And then we see him kind of going a few too many years ahead. And it's a really fun story. So you've got the, the character of uh, Zerg in here as well from the toy line from Toy Story 2. Uh, I think Chris Evans is a really good um, replacement of the in, in, in the cast, in the voice cast of Buzz Lightyear. And it doesn't really bug me at all. I, I think he's a really good actor. And I think he, he it works well with this movie as well. And uh, instead of, it was it Tim Allen, wasn't it, in the original movie? So I like Chris Evans. I like this movie. It wasn't, look, it, it's not a, uh, for me, Toy Story, it's very different from Toy Story. I can't really, you can't really compare it to Toy Story. It's like its own thing. And I like that it was its own thing. It was like this sci-fi movie, a sci-fi fun adventure movie. It had time travel in it. It had 
kind of like a I wouldn't say full-on Star Wars, but it had that kind of like space action feel to it, really. Uh, kind of like a, it was like a PG version of Interstellar at times. It, it, in certain elements, reminded me of like Interstellar in a, in a way. But I thought it was fun. It was definitely a family-friendly movie, which you would expect from a Lightyear movie on Disney. Um, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I hope that you kind of do more of these. Um, I think now the setting it, obviously saying this is a movie the toys are based upon. So really, this is, it's kind of, you You say it now, it's in its own universe. It can do what it wants moving forward. And I hope they do more of these Lightyear sequels. I don't know how how good it done numbers-wise, um, but I think it's it's something that can grow because it is such a popular character. I hope we do get to see a Lightyear 2. And we've got D23 coming up soon. Hopefully, hopefully we get like some sort of announcement of a Lightyear 2. They got a strike while the iron is hot with this. I think it's probably doing better numbers on streaming now. Um because a lot of people, you know, everyone's watching Disney Plus. Uh, but yeah, Disney Plus release Lightyear. I liked it. I thought it was a really fun movie to watch this August. Lightyear, check it out, ladies and gents. Uh, let's move to my second movie of today's show. The second movie I'm going to discuss is a movie from Netflix, and it is called Day Shift. Uh, this re was released on the 12th of August. This is a vampire movie, a comedy action starring Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, and Snoop Dogg. That's right, Snoop Dogg, the rapper. You watched the uh, the Just Eat adverts if you're here in the UK. I don't know if he does it in the US as well. Um, but yeah, did somebody say vampire killing? That's right. Uh, this movie is basically yeah. Jamie Fox is the the main central character of this. He's a uh, by day his secret job is a pool cleaner, but secretly he is a vampire killer. And in this world, they have like this union of vampire killers who do like the day shift and the night shift. He is not part of the union because he kind of like broke some rules. Uh, so he kind of just does vampire killing on the side. He uh, kills vampires, takes out the fangs and sells them for money. And basically at the start of this story, Jamie Foxx's character kills the uh, the wrong vampire, so to speak. And the vampire he kills is linked to like a high profile, high ranking, very powerful vampire who then decides to try and track Jamie Foxx's character down to try and kill him and his family for for obviously for killing someone close to them. Um, what I will say is this is a super fun movie. I, I watched the, I remember hearing about this movie and not being super intrigued by it. And it, I thought, I don't really, really fancy this movie to be honest here. Uh, but I will say I was surprised by how fun this movie is. It is kind of like a mix of like a Zombieland um, meets, it kind of reminds me of Zombieland meets, what's the movie? Um, kind of like a, Tropic, not Tropic Thunder, I'm trying, I'm trying, Pineapple Express, that kind of like movie, that style of movie, very comedy, it's got like a buddy cop feel to it as well with Dave Franco's character and with Snoop Dogg, but Dave Franco and Jamie Foxx, I think they're a cool duo as well between them, they're going around hunting vampires, he does join the union later on, but then Dave Franco's character is kind of like watching over him, he's like a union member of the, the vampire union, uh, it's a funny movie, I think the fight scenes are amazing in this, I, I've, I've said this online, the the, there's this particular scene with they're going into this house of vampires with these two other vampire hunters and the fight choreography is just so fun, so just high intent, uh, fun action. I, I loved it. I absolutely thought it was amazing. I mean, it's just, it's got like them vibes as well. Of, like it's not, I wouldn't say full on Lost Boys, but it's kind of got that Lost, Boy, Lost Boys kind of vibe to it as well at times. Um, 
I think it's fun. I think if you're looking for like a fun movie to watch, entertaining, uh, a comedy, and if you like vampire movies like Lost Boys, I think this will be right up your street. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Day Shift, that was released on the 12th of August, exclusive to streaming on Netflix. Check it out, ladies and gents. Well worth watching this one. A very, very entertaining movie indeed. Uh, my next movie I'm going to discuss is a movie called Prey. Uh, Prey, the the prequel to the very famous Predator movie franchise. Uh, Prey is a Disney Plus release. I think it was Hulu in the US, but it's over here. It's Disney Plus. Released on the 5th of August in the UK. I don't know if it was. It might have been a bit earlier over in the US. Um, this movie, Prey, what is it about? What is this movie about? This is a movie, first of all, I've heard so much high praise over Prey. Uh, a lot of people... A lot of people are digging this movie. A lot of people like this movie. Um, Prey is set before the first Predator movie with Arnold. Uh, first of all, big fan of the original Predator. Uh, I've watched Predator 2. I've seen like the, some of the Predator versus Alien movies. Um, I have also... What else have I watched? I've not watched The Predators and the more... I think there's been two I've not seen. In the franchise, so I've not seen the, the two kind of latest movies of the Predator franchise, uh, but this one is very different from any of the other movies. And I like the way it's got its own title as well. I remember initially thinking this one was meant to be—I thought it was meant to be a TV show, the Prey movie series, but it's not. It's 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 a movie, a feature-length film. Uh, it's set in the 1700s, and it's it's the it's like a Native American uh, tribe, I believe, like Native Americans, and it's based on this this female character who is a part of this tribe, and she just wants to go out hunting with all the the men of the tribe, and it's kind of like this tribe. It's like the the women must stay back and cook the food and stuff. It's this is the way this kind of like it it relates in the movie, and she just wants to hunt. She's a hunter, and she wants to prove herself to everyone that she is a hunter. And the first predator arrives on Earth and goes out and starts killing everyone. And you see there's tracks, and then she decides that she's going to go and hunt this this beast. She doesn't know whether it is a predator, but she sees like the spaceship, and then she she goes hunting. A lot of the other tribe members think it's uh, a big burr, and it turns out it's not a burr. Uh, it's it's a really good movie though. Um, I, I remember the the female lead as well. Her name is Amber Midfunder. She was in a movie called Ice Road with Liam Neeson. I watched uh, maybe a year or two ago, and that was an all right movie. It wasn't, you know, it was a, it was a Liam Neeson movie. I don't mind Neeson's movie. I know some people probably maybe a bit down on them, maybe feel like he does way too many, and they're all very similar. But Ice Road, I, I remember seeing her in that and thinking she was she's very talented, and I think she's obviously. Um, I imagine she's probably going to be doing a lot more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see her in like a DC or a, a Marvel movie in the future, or something like a Star Wars. She's she's going to be a very she's only young and she's she's a very talented actress. Um, but yeah, so it's based in the 1700s. So they're going around like with these like spears, this tribe trying to kill things, hunting things, and you've got this predator just going around, going crazy. I, I will say again, not spoilers for the movie, but there is um. One scene in this movie I was just amazed by, and it was the Predator versus Burr battle. A Burr takes on the Predator, and wow, what I, I never thought I wanted to see a Predator versus a Burr battle before, and this it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, this is a is a great movie. I think what I like the most about this movie is 
you know, a lot of the other Predator movies feel like they're just trying to... I, I don't think Predator 2 as much is trying to kind of copy what Predator, the first one, though. But from what I gather from seeing trailers and stuff from the other ones, they're all trying to just copy and kind of, like, take what was amazing from the first movie and trying to redo it. And it, it doesn't work. And I, I kind of, that's a problem with the Terminator movies. A lot of the Terminator movies were kind of trying to redo what the first two done. And I, I think Salvation was good in that point because it was very different. And this is, to me, like... I know some people don't like that, that movie, Terminator Salvation. I really enjoy that movie. But for me, this is kind of... It, it gives us a different movie where, first of all, the setting is very different. 1700s, a Native American tribe. There's, they haven't got, like, uh, high-profile weapons, you know, big guns. They do have guns in this at certain points, but not, like, heavy, heavy machinery. But it's just, like, it's Hunter versus Hunter. And it's just a... Uh, a really good movie, and it's just, I, I love that setting of this, it's in, you know, the first of all, the landscapes of the movie, the, the locations are absolutely beautiful, the score is really nice as well, nice score on this, and I just like that, where it's just like hunter versus hunter, and you've got this, this, this female hunter going around with a spear, trying to hunt a predator, because the predator ends up, like, going crazy, and uh, going on a killing spree, and it is, I can see why a lot of people enjoy this movie, so this was a 5th of August release in the UK, Disney Plus, Prey, well worth checking, checking out, there's a lot of hype over this movie, and I tell you what, you've got to believe the hype. If you like Predator, give this a shot. It's very different from the, Pred the first Predator movie with Arnold, but it is a very, very enjoyable movie. Well worth checking out. That is Prey. Uh, now I want to get to my final movie of August, the August movie roundup. Uh, sorry, I've got... If you're watching the video, I'm just keep on scratching my nose. <laughs> my nose is just super itchy today. Um... I'll stop itching it. I'll stop itching it. I do apologize. Looks super rude on, on the screen. Let's get to it. The final movie of the August movie roundup I want to discuss today is Top Gun Maverick. Released, uh, obviously, earlier on. I think it was earlier on this year now, Top Gun Maverick. I know it was a movie that was delayed for many years because of, obviously, the pandemic. I thought it was going to be one of those movies that never got released. Um, August 23rd, uh, video on demand and to release and it also i think it has went to paramount plus in the u.s i don't know about the uk uh it is available on like video on demand services here in the uk though and um, top gun maverick the sequel to the original top gun movie tom cruise returns as maverick uh pete Pete Maverick, I don't know his second name in the movie, uh, a, you know, a, a super amazing fighter pilot in the uh, the the U.S. Air Force and or in the Navy it is, and it's a sequel. And in this movie, he's kind of like uh, still a captain, but then he gets sort of like sent back to Top Gun to train these new recruits for a top mission. And um, it is first of all, I will say nostalgia for the first movie. I have zero. I probably watched it maybe once or twice before the original Top Gun. I know a lot of people love that movie. I'll be honest with you, it's just not a movie that really clicked with me. Uh, the original when I watched it, and I, I maybe it's maybe it's because I didn't watch it initially when it came out. I've watched it years and years later, uh, so I never had that nostalgia for that first movie. And I went into this kind of like with no, I couldn't even remember the plot of the first movie. If you ask me what's what's the first movie about, I'm like 
goose die or something. So I, I have no idea. Um, this movie really feels like you don't have to watch the first movie because it kind of tells you a lot of like the plot of the first one and really just start. It's like a fresh start, really, for this movie. So it feels like a reboot in a way. And um, I, I thought it was phenomenal. I, I really thought it was phenomenal. Like I said, no interest, no love for that first movie. This is amazing. I will say the score is great. A really good score. I think Hans Zimmer might do. The, I think he, I'm pretty sure Hans Zimmer done the score for this. Uh, I like the so kind of the first scene of this movie has that Danger Zone song from the first movie. Um, that is a wicked song. I will say that that song is amazing. And when once that kicked once that kicked in, I was just like, whoa, this is this is exciting. I like that song. It was a really uh, cracking tune. Uh, but the the movie is flawless, and I, I, it's breaking all these box office rec records at the moment. I can see why it is breaking all these box office records because it is a fantastic movie. It's just a a 10 out of 10, I think I like 10 out of 10 movies, just all round movies that are just impeccable, just unreal. I think like Robocop, the first Robocop movie is like that, it's just a solid movie, a concrete movie all round. Uh, Dark Knight is a, again another one for me like that. This is definitely one of those, it is a concrete movie, that's what I say, a solid movie, a concrete movie ladies and gents. It is great. Um, I really enjoy it. I like Tom Cruise in general. Uh, what I will say, standouts here, we've got some great great scenes. We've got Val Kilmer returning. He plays Iceman in the original. He's now like a general uh, in this. And if you don't know Val Kilmer, I think he had throat cancer in real life and he can't actually speak. Uh, kind of like little spoilers for this, but I, I, it's it's not a big spoiler for the movie. But he does, um, in this movie, the he speaks in this movie. And apparently they use voice technology to like, recreate his voice kind of like Luke Skywalker style uh, for the very short scenes he's not in much of this movie but for the short scenes he is in they recreate his voice for for a brief period and uh, I thought it was great big Val Kilmer fan I, I I think Val Kilmer is fantastic and one of the one of the best actors of his generation I really do like Val Kilmer and it, it is it's a shame that he's obviously his career was cut short by the fact that uh, you know he had some serious health problems and uh, it was really nice to see him on screen to be honest with you here and um, I really enjoyed that it was kind of even though I knew it was a voice like a voice recreation it was still nice to see and it was a nice moment in movie history uh, another thing I will say is the the jet scenes the fighting scenes of well the, just just the jet scenes in general are phenomenal. Uh, apparently they had the actors in the real jets, obviously there was a pilot in the front and they were in the back and shown filming and apparently the actors had to all turn on their own cameras and just kind of like act out the scenes while they were in the air, which I think is really, really phenomenal. Uh, the scenes are, are amazing, the, 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 with the planes, absolutely just in awe of watching it and when you know it is, a lot of it is real, you're just like, it looks so much better and visually it is just stunning, an absolutely stunning movie, a great score, great story throughout, I think it's just a, it's just a solid, it reminds me of like a solid 90s action movie, like a, like a, The Rock as well, it's, you know, it's just got that feel, it just feels like it's, everything is right in this movie, everything is perfect, and I really enjoyed it, so Top Gun Maverick, my final movie of August, if you have no nostalgia for the first movie, do not worry because you will like this, I'm positive you will like this movie, even if you don't like the first Top Gun, check it out, Top Gun Maverick, released on video demand and to streaming in the month of August, and that is it for today's headline topic, let's move on with the rest of the show.
It's time for the Movie Variant Showdown segment of the show. Are you ready? Movie Variant Showdown. Each and every week, I choose a different representative of a movie property, whether it be a movie case cover, a movie character, a movie or a movie poster, and I put it up against other variants of that property, of that representative, to find out which is the winner of Movie Variant Showdown. And on this week's edition of Movie, movie variant showdown. I'm getting tongue tied there, I'm getting excited. Uh, I am doing looking at the different variants of the original Star Wars and New Hope movie and the actual posters of that movie. So I've got three different posters I'm going to look at today movie posters and I'm going to judge which one I think is the best. So let's start off with the very first poster, ladies and gents. Well, uh, the first poster is this one here. We've got it's got like a, a white trim around this and a white like a bottom where the all the the cast and the production crew is 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 written in and this is a very iconic poster so you've got Luke kind of like with the lightsaber pointing in the air and then you've got Leia and then you've got like the the backdrop of you've got Darth Vader's face here I remember having this on um one of the VHS covers uh, uh, growing up. I, I remember this one. It may have been slight, a slight variation on this cover, uh, but I do think this is a pretty epic cover. It looks kind of like a like a cartoony kind of like Ten Commandments style of cover. Uh, I think it's just it looks amazing and uh, it just looks super. I mean, if you're going in into a cinema and you've never seen this, and you know when it's coming out this movie originally, and you see this. Uh, obviously, and uh, what is really noticeable here, obviously, Star Wars in this blue text here is very different from the text we see now for Star Wars. Uh, but also a, a big difference here, you know, A New Hope is not actually mentioned. This uh, originally the movie was just titled Star Wars. It wasn't mentioned titled A New Hope. It was obviously later uh, titled that. Um, but I really like this cover. I think it it, it just looks epic. It looks entertaining it looks engaging it looks like wow that is a movie i want to see if i see it this at the cinema i'm like yes that is amazing um i do like that one uh, let's have a look at the second cover now uh, so the second cover fe features very much a lot of the the central cast and characters of this movie you got you got luke leia han chewie uh, uh, obi-wan uh, darth vader they're all very much in the same proportion here and this one is again it's one a very famous cover i think a lot of people will know this one you've got death star in the background as well uh you've got like a very much a lot of like blue it looks like it's it's like they're all standing in space here in this cover and it's like a, a lot of blues a lot of blacks uh, you've got the orange in like the background towards near vader uh what is really interesting as well darth vader's lightsaber is kind of like orange here I don't know why they did that. Maybe, and it's 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 like a sword more. If you if you look at that, does that it looks like more like a sword rather than a lightsaber? Uh, I'm just thinking whether this was like um, done maybe before the movie was fully done. Maybe they didn't realize what the movie was going to be visually. Um, again, the text is in that blue, very different font from the yellow Star Wars text we see now. You've got that white trim going around it again. Uh, I do like this one. I think it's really a great cover. It's cool that it features all of the cast. Um, 
what wins it for me though first of all we got the first two covers one or two i think so far i will say even though i love the first cover i think the second one just the fact that it shows more characters in this and it just looks you see a lot of guns firing and lasers and swords i think it just gives you a bit more of like a, an insight of what star wars is it's a lot of battles so i'm gonna go with cover two this one first this poster is probably my favorite so far but let's look at the final poster the final movie poster today for star wars and new hope and this one is this this one does feature star wars and new hope i don't know if this was like kind of a re-release cover i'm not too sure on, on uh, when these posters were released whether this was like a re-release um but this one is i think this may have actually been one for they they used on later releases on like dvds or vhs anyway i know there was a lot of vhs variants back in the day um but this one it's got you know you've got luke leia han they're very much like just the faces a bit more enlarged than the previous cover you've got obi-wan uh you've got a few of the x-wings in there as well and we've got the classic t star wars text i think that's a telling sign and the title of a new hope that this was probably a later cover a later poster uh, but you've got Star Wars in the classic text in the uh, kind of like a yellowy gold color. And you've got a lot of yellow and gold in this, in the central area where the characters are, the main characters and the, the faces are very much. I've got that like orange gold tint to it. And then it goes into like a backdrop of space with like them blues and black colors. Um, I like this, co this cover as well. I think they're all excellent posters. I think they're all fantastic, well-made posters. So what is the winner of this week's movie variant showdown, though, ladies and gents? That's the question. Well, I will say I'm going to go for the second poster of today's show. The second poster for me is the fact that it, it features the ensemble cast. You've got the lightsabers. You've got the 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 laser uh, weapons going off as well. Uh, you've got ships. You've got the Death Star. You've got Vader. You've got everything in here. I feel like this one really is like a classic poster for star wars i do like that like that original style of text as well for star wars i think it's just it's so different i hope they use that more in future movies and in posters i really do like that text but i like the colors i like the the uh the contrast of colors and the contrast of different characters featured in this so for today's movie variant showdown this poster wins it out of the three different variants uh, now let's move on to another segment of today's show the next segment of today's show it's the end of the month of the month of august so it is going to be movie of the month so what is my movie of the month for august ladies and gents well I was kind of looking through the list of movies I've watched this month and there's a few different movies and a few different ones I really, really did enjoy and this was a really hard one to do but I will say uh, I did a podcast on the Patreon this past uh, this past week on the uh, Coffee and Movie broadcast and I mentioned this movie on that show, did a kind of like a deep dive into it and the movie was a recommendation, it was on my movie watch list for a, for a while this was a recommendation from John over at Mondo Chalavet Movies. Check out John's channel, uh, top buddy of mine, John. And John recommended the movie Yip Man, uh, starring Donnie Yen. And this is a martial art movie. And basically, Yip Man is, it was a 2008 release, and it's a movie based in 1935. It's a real, real life story, of like a, like a, a bi biopic in a way of this martial art master yip man and basically just to sum it up he's the guy who trained bruce lee years and years later but basically it's a story uh set in 1935 there's a war breaking out between china and japan 
and he's his martial art master and he gets kind of caught up in the middle of this civil war and it is a fantastic movie it's just like donnie yen a lot of people would know him from the rogue one movie uh i can kind of get into like them martial art movies a lot more now after watching the raid uh now getting into yip man i thought it was a fantastic movie i know i know they've had several sequels with donnie yen featuring in this yip man series so i'm looking forward to watching a few more of them it was a, it was a movie as well it does has subtitles of in on this movie but I kind of I'm getting into the subtitle movies a bit more as well, and this movie you don't really need to. There's not a ton of dialogue in this movie, and it's I feel like it's a movie that you don't need a dialogue. It's kind of a lot of like really good action fight scenes. The fight choreography is fantastic. Uh, Yip Man is my movie of the month of August. Great film, and I just want to say a big thank you to John for the awesome recommendation for Yip Man. Uh, check it out, ladies and gents. Anyway, let's move on to the next segment of today's show. The Amazon Top 10 is approaching. Prepare yourself. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Two, one. The Amazon Top 10 has arrived. The Amazon Top 10. Every week I look at the bestsellers list for DVDs, Blu-rays and 4Ks on Amazon.co.uk and let's have a look what is on the bestsellers list this week in the Amazon Top 10. We start off with number 10. Fisherman's Friend, the DVD. I believe there's a sequel of this movie coming out uh, soon. I've seen a bits, bits of this movie. I think it's, it is a true story or it's based on a true story. It's actually a really good British movie, this one. Uh, Fisherman's Friend, well worth checking out that one, what I've seen of it. Uh, number nine, we have the Blu-ray of Four Love and Thunder. That's coming out soon. Uh, that is number nine. And number eight, we have Opera Operation Mincemeat on DVD. And number seven, we have Four Love and Thunder, the 4K of that. And number seven. And number six, we have The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, limited edition, um, big, I think it's a steelbook set, uh, Blu-ray. That is a very, I don't know, I don't know if it's like an anniversary of The Wolf on Wall Street. Maybe it's, maybe that's like 10 years old. Maybe. I, I honestly, I'm not too sure of why there's a limited edition set of that, but that is at number six. At number five, we have Top Gun Maverick, the Blu-ray. Awesome movie. Awesome movie, Top Gun Maverick. And number four, we have Robin Hood, The Prince of Thieves. Uh, Blu-ray um, Blu ray set again. Another set. Wow, these sets are coming uh, thick and fast. There's a lot of them at the moment. I don't know, again, if that's an anniversary release of Robin Hood, The Prince of Thieves. A movie I've never watched. Uh, i never watched that movie. Uh, number three, we have the Elvis movie at DVD on DVD. Uh, number two, we have Highlander Collector's Edition 4K set. And at number one, still holding number one spot, Downton Abbey, A New Era on DVD. That is the Amazon Top 10 for this week, ladies and gents. Let's move on to the next part of the show. Ooh, what's been on the screen? Screen. 
what's been on the screen. Every week I discuss what I have been watching this week, whether it be movies, TV, comic books, reading, whatever it may be. And this week I've been, you know, watching a few different things. What have I been watching though? Uh, I will start off with House of the Dragon. Um, I'm not going to go into spoilers for this because I don't think there was like too many heavy spoilers in this, but I'll just give you a kind of roundup of this. This is the the Game of Thrones spin-off show, House of the Dragon, comes to HBO Max in the US and over here it's on Sky Atlantic. Um, big fan of Game of Thrones. I even I thought the last season was great as well. I know it, popular opinion is probably a lot of people didn't like that. I really liked the last season. I thought it was a flawless show from start to finish, the Game of Thrones series. Uh, this is very much filling the void of Game of Thrones. I mean, it uses the same like musical motives of the Game of Thrones show. You hear the Game of Thrones music in certain points in the story, and there's certain musical scores from the final and second to last season that feature in this. Uh, but I think it's great. It's just exact. It's just Game of Thrones. It's just Game of Thrones with a new title, basically House of the Dragon. It's set a few hundred years before Game of Thrones, and it's set on the Targaryen family and kind of like who is going to be next in line to the throne. That's kind of like the plot with the first episode. I imagine that's going to be the the plot moving forward. Whether it's going to be who's going to be the next kin, next of kin to the king. And it's a really, uh, really good debut episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I will say a few scenes I really enjoyed is the jousting battles. I thought they were really cool. And the uh, the birth scene. There's a birth scene in this. And I won't say too much about it if you've not seen it. But the birth scene in this was pretty horrific. <laughs> it was it was, it was, a, it was a grueling watch to see uh, that birth scene. Um I was watching and I was thinking, wow, the way they edited it was really well done and it kind of made you go, oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the first episode. Apparently, it's going to be a time jump as well, uh, what I'm hearing. So some of the characters are going to be played by different actors um, in later points in the story because I knew there were certain cast members that weren't featured in this first episode. I was like, why are they not featured? And then I heard that they were going to do this time jump. Uh, I think we'll say Matt Smith was... Uh, uh, a great cast addition. I think Matt Smith, obviously a lot of people know him from Doctor Who, great cast addition to Game of Thrones, to House of the Dragon. I think he looks great in this, and I think he's just, he's going to be that standout character, I feel, within the show. And uh, I, I thought it was cool as well to see Reese Evans as well in this. I, I didn't realise he was in this show. A uh, really solid cast all around, though. And I think it was a, a, a solid start to this show. I don't know how long they're going to be if this is going to be like a five or six season run of this show, I hope it is because I think it's definitely got legs and I think there's enough people that it, I think it broke loads of records on HBO Max. I think it like broke, I think it actually broke like the HBO Max went down for a bit apparently when this was released for some viewers, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's a, a really good start to this show and yeah, sure, everyone's going to compare it to Game of Thrones. It is just Game of Thrones. This is kind of like, this is. Filling that void, it's just a continuation of Game of Thrones. If you like Game of Thrones at its peak, if you enjoyed it, this is what it's going to give you. It's going to fill that, that Game of Thrones void. It's just the same high standards of filmmaking, of uh, you know set design, characters. It's got it all the House of the Dragon, Episode 1. It's going to be released weekly. What I like as well soon, you've got power of... Um, the Rings of Power coming out soon, the Lord of the Rings TV show, and that's going to be released. I think it's the 
mid-September. So you're going to have Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power, two fantasy shows uh, kind of going head-to-head at the same time. It's going to be cool to see which one people kind of go to more we're gonna get that tribalism where people say you know i like rings of power and then some people will be like no i'm i'm all in i'm house of dragon for life brother um <laughs> uh, i'm going all all out wrestling here i'm going it's wrestling faction warfare um but yeah i'm looking forward to that show as well but house of dragon is well worth checking out uh, next show i've been watching this week i've watched episode two of she hulk and uh, you know, based on the character of Jennifer Walters, she she uh, gains the powers of the Hulk powers. She becomes She-Hulk. Uh, she's a lawyer, an attorney, and uh, she basically this episode, episode two. I must say, episode two was a lot better. I I didn't mind the first one, but it feel like it, it felt like it was going in a different direction, and she was doing a lot more like the law stuff in this one, and I enjoyed it a lot more. I will say, the CGI did stand out as a, being a lot worse in this episode. Uh, this kind of felt like it went back to them really bad trailers, and the CGI is, I'm going to say, it is absolutely awful. It's garbage, the CGI. <laughs> it, it, when she turns into She-Hulk, I'm just looking at it and thinking, how did Marvel do such a bad job with the CGI? It looks it looks like a like a like an early 2000s movie, the CGI. It just doesn't look good. And I get it, it was done during the pandemic and stuff, but I'm, I mean, really, come on. This is Marvel. They should be doing a bit better. It just looks... It just looks like bad. It looks like a bad video game. It really does the CGI. I'm, I'm not down with the t- CGI, but I do like the character. I like the story. You've got the abomination in this episode. Uh, she is now taking on the to become the attorney of the abomination, Emil Blonsky. It's good to see Tim Roth in this episode as well. Tim Roth in this episode kind of reminded me of David Brent from The Office. <laughs> she goes into interviewing, and again, I'm not going to get into heavy spoilers, but she interviews. Uh, Emil Blonsky in this as he wants to hire her as her as his attorney and his character seems very different from the Hulk movie he was in years ago but I was watching it and his his mannerisms watch the episode and let me know if you feel the same I if you're a fan of the I'm a big fan of the office the original office and obviously the American one as well but David Brent he reminds me of his, his mannerisms of Ricky Gervais and David Brent is his mannerisms he just Something about him, I, I don't know, I was watching and thinking that it's just that he's doing David Brent here. Um, well, I enjoyed the episode, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where this story goes, and again, I'm looking forward to the inclusion of Daredevil Matt Murdock in this series as well. I think it's, it can, it's kind of found its own legs, I think it works better as well with less Mark Ruffalo, because I feel like when Mark Ruffalo is in this, it feels like he is kind of like the the main star, and his Hulk looks better in CGI, and I think it's better, it works better with a little, like, he was featured in this episode, but there was a lot less of Mark Ruffalo in this. But check it out, I'm enjoying it so far, I think it's been a fun watch so far, She-Hulk. But that's what's been on the screen for this week, uh, let me know what you've been watching. But that is today, the end of today's show. If you enjoyed today's show, ladies and gents, uh, if you've been watching on YouTube, check out, uh, give the channel a like, this video a like, and check out the rest of the movie-related content on the channel. If you are listening to this via a podcast app of your choice, uh, please do subscribe to the app and give the episode a five-star review, the podcast a five-star review, and uh, all you know, all that support really helps the channel and the Movie Cheer podcast, the community, to grow 
even more and it's greatly appreciated. But let me know all of your thoughts on today's topics. What have been some of the best August movies in 2022 for you, ladies and gents? Let me know all of your thoughts today. Uh, it's been another fun show. Uh, I'll be back next week again with another, another movie cheer pod. But thank you very much for watching, ladies and gents. Remember to spread a bit of movie cheer. And as always, I will see you next time.